and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centered, word-based and spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. If you are taking notes, I've titled this morning's message, Welcome Holy Spirit. And if you have your Bibles, I'd love you to turn with me to Psalm 65. And we're going to read from verse 11. And it says this. It says, You crown the year with your goodness, and your paths drip with abundance. They drop on the pastures of the wilderness, and the little hills rejoice on every side. The pastures are clothed with, with flocks. The valleys also are covered with grain. They shout for joy. They also sing. You crown the year with your goodness. Can we just pray? Lord, I just thank you so much that whenever we gather together, we open up the Scriptures and we look to you, Jesus, that you move powerfully, that you speak to us, Lord, that you're at work here in each of our hearts. And I pray that every single person who has faith this morning to hear from you would hear from you, Jesus, that you would rock up powerfully and do something that only you can do. And we just ask all this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, have you ever heard the phrase, hindsight is a wonderful thing? (laughs) Often said in jest, and uh, it's an interesting phrase, and hindsight is an interesting thing. Um, You know, I don't know if you ever look back over a year or a season and you think, wow, I would have done things a little bit differently if I had known what I know now. Now, I, for some reason, have had growing up a propensity towards the more extreme sports, Um, and (laughs) apologies to my mother who has had to spend a lot of time with my brothers and I in hospitals and whatnot uh, as we recover from injuries from these extreme sports. I don't know why, but that's just where I've gone. Now, often as you're recovering from an injury, you can look back and think, ah, this is what I would have done differently. I remember one time, one of my sports that I loved growing up was freestyle motocross. And uh, who wants to just ride a motorbike? Why, why don't you jump a motorbike through the air? That's, that's the question. And so I remember this one day, I'm out with my friend, and he's like, Tim, today's the day. And I'm like, for what? And he goes, for you to hit that big jump there. And it's this metal and metal welded jump and a big gap and then this big dirt down ramp. And I said, Josh, I don't think it's my day. And he goes, Tim, it's your day. And I said, all right, Josh, <laughs> it's my day. And so I lined up this big jump and would you believe it, hit it and made it. And I made it three or four times, started to get a little bit overconfident, you might say. <clears throat> And so I remember just thinking, I've got this. Look at me go. I'm loving life right now. And so I I went around and I lined this thing up and I full went for it. And I realized as I was coming into it, I'm going a bit fast here. (laughs) I'm I'm coming in a bit hot, right? So I back off the accelerator. And as I go up, I leave the jump and I see the down ramp, but I overshoot the down ramp. So the down ramp comes, down ramp goes, and I'm still in the air. (laughs) As well as that, uh, instead of landing flat, my front wheel has started to dip down. So as I land, I land straight on my front wheel, on the flats, and then get thrown off my bike, right? So I remember falling, and as I fall, I stomp like this, roll over, and I'm in a world of pain. I don't know what I've done. I think I've wrecked my knee. My mate comes over. He starts like, you all right? I'm like, oh, it's so hot. I start ripping off my helmet. And he goes, let me have a look. I said, I've hurt my knee. I've hurt my knee. So he undoes this, and he goes, Tim, your knee's fine. And he goes, I'm just going to do your boot and have a look at your leg. And then you know, you know when someone gets really serious? And you know that, like, someone's up. He just stops and he goes, now, Tim, Tim, look at me, look at me. And I'm like, what? And he goes, your knee's fine. I'm like, good. He goes, you've broken your shin. And I'm like, what? 
So I try and lift up my leg, right? And it just folds from the middle. I am sorry. I am sorry. It just folds from the middle. And I'm like, oh! And he's like, straps a bit back on. He goes, what I'll do is I'll carry you back to the car. We've got to get you to the hospital. So he's like trying to pick me up. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on. We can't really work and work. We end up, like, end up sort of sitting on his back like this. And he starts to walk me up this down ramp back to the car. But what he doesn't realise is that he's dragging my leg. <laughs> so, so we're just like, this, like, uh, uh. And I'm like, my leg is dragging. He's like, what? I said, my leg is dragging. He's like, oh, sorry. Picks up my leg, carries me off. And uh, I'll never forget being in the hospital later that day with my leg in this big cast. My mom's sitting next to me like this, just like, why am I here again? Thinking, you know what? I came in too hot. That was problem one. And what happened is because I backed off the gas, I sort of like went up and then my, my front wheel came down. I know what I would do different next time. <laughs> But the problem with hindsight is that by the time you have it, it's too late to employ it. You know what I'm saying? As humans, the challenge we have is that life happens this way. <laughs> we are going in a direction. We are bound by time. We do not know what the future holds. We can't see what is ahead. That's the challenge that we have is that we go forwards. I don't know if you've ever uh, looked back over a season, even maybe last year, and thought, man, if you had told me this time last year, this is where I'd be. This is what I'd be doing. And I wouldn't have believed it. You know, even Milani and I, this time last year, Horizon St. Andrews wasn't even on the horizon for us. Well, on the horizon. How about that? That was an unintentional pun. <laughs> we weren't planning on that, but God knew. While we don't know what the future holds, while we don't know what is ahead for us in 2023, God does know, and guess what? We know Him. And as we look to 2023, I really want to encourage you with the fact that while we don't know what lies ahead, God does. Whatever the year ahead has in store, and I'm honestly believing that there's going to be unexpected joys, there's going to be unexpected opportunities, there's going to be doors that open, there's going to be things that happen for you that are just mind-blowing. Whatever lays ahead that is good or whatever lies ahead that is challenging, God knows what is ahead. In the psalm we just read, <clears throat> Psalm 65, verse 11, it says, you crown the year with your goodness. Yeah. You know, as I was uh, sort of reading and doing a bit of reading around this verse, I, I saw this beautiful note by, by Charles Spurgeon around this, this verse. He's an amazing uh, preacher. Uh, and this is what he said about this verse. He said, we may understand the expression to mean that God's love encircles the year as with a crown. Each month has its gems, each day its pearl. Unceasing kindness girdles all time with a belt of love. The providence of God in its visitations makes a complete circuit and surrounds your year. Do you know, God doesn't just know what is ahead for you. He actually surrounds your year. Do you know, God, unlike us, is not bound by time and space. He's not stuck in a moment. He not only knows what is coming to you, but he already has chosen to surround it with his goodness. The verse goes on to say, and your paths drip with abundance. Do you know, the presence of God brings life wherever it is. Wherever God is, there is life. Your paths drip with abundance. Where he goes, life goes. 
You know, and this, as I was praying this year for our church and as I was really seeking God for what it was at the beginning of the year to speak about, this is the verse that God took me to and this is the prayer that God really stirred in my heart. You know, it is about the, the year ahead, regardless of what it holds, knowing that God's goodness is there. Do you know, um, between, between us as a church, we're in a church big enough uh, to know that not everyone is going to have ideal circumstances surrounding them in the year ahead. You know, I remember beginning at this, this year as I was praying for our church, I was praying, you know, God's blessing. And as, as I began to pray, I was really just believing for God just to turn up and just to open doors and just to arrive powerfully in everyone's life and, and, and take them circumstantially into this place of blessing. And I began in my heart to be challenged by the Holy Spirit because I've been a pastor long enough to know that not everyone is going to have ideal circumstances this year. You know, not everyone is going to find things easy this year. And I remember God really teaching me through this verse, Tim, it is not the circumstances that make someone blessed. It is my presence that makes someone blessed. You know, I can't pray that everyone will have perfect circumstances, but I do know that we have a God whose abiding love and presence is with us in the midst of any circumstances. Let's read through this psalm again. It says, you crown the year with your goodness and your paths drip with abundance. Just interesting fact, that, that word literally means fatness. There you go. Your paths drip with fatness. How good is that? They drop on the pastures of the wilderness and the little hills rejoice. So here we see the goodness of God in a wilderness as well as in the hills. The pastures are clothed with flocks, understandable, but the valleys also are covered with grain. They shout, for joy, they shout for joy, they also sing. Do you know whether 2013 is one of those hilltop years for you where just everything seems to go your way, things just work out, and you can just see for, for ages all that God is doing? Or maybe for you it's a wilderness season, a season where you are like, God, what is going on? I can't understand what's happening. Maybe for you it's a season where the work and the things that you've been sowing are starting to bear fruit and the pastures are just coming to, to fruit. But also, maybe for you it's a valley season, a season of difficulty. But guess what? Even there, the presence of God brings abundance. God's presence marks everywhere that He goes with abundance. If God's with you on the hilltop, it is life and life to the full. But harder to receive, but equally true is this. If God is with you in the valley, it will also be life and life to the full. You know, it's easy to feel blessed on the hilltop. Anyone ever felt like things are just working out and they are just like, yes, I am living my best life. This is the dream. You know, think that my new job, the relationships I'm in, things are happening for us. You know, thank God for those hilltop seasons. Maybe it's a new relationship or health within your family or work coming in. You know, we're blessed and we should feel blessed. James says that every good gift is from him, from, from above. You know, we should be blessed when we go through these hilltop seasons. But truth is that we're also blessed when we go through a valley. How, how are we blessed in a valley? We're blessed in a valley because He is with us. You know, there are facets of God that are revealed when you walk through trials. James 1, 2-4 says this, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. 
You know, Joyce Meyer, an amazing preacher, said it like this. She says, speaking of how profound, uh, she said, speaking of how profound God's comfort is, she says, it's almost worth having a problem in order to experience his comfort. Now, we don't believe that God is the author of suffering, that God brings about any uh, sickness or any harm towards his children. That is not the God that we serve. Our God is a God who is pure. But God will never waste difficulty. He will never waste trial. He will never waste challenge. He will use every season to bless you and to benefit you. Um, Like you, I have been through difficult seasons myself. And uh, for some of you, you know, it's been a long time since you've walked through difficult seasons. Some of you are in the midst of it right now. And I, I suppose my prayer as I was preparing this is that this year, regardless of what's going on, when we're blessed, praise God. Even when we're struggling, God, you surround my year with your goodness. Your paths drip with abundance. Your presence is with me in this moment. I remember uh, a number of years ago losing a very close friend of mine. He was my age. We grew up together. Our, our families are very close friends. And uh, he, he was killed in a farming accident. And he has three small kids. And I remember I would say it's probably one of the hardest journeys that I've ever walked through. And what was amazing as I look back, is I can see even in the midst of what was the hardest season of my life, the goodness of God. I'll never forget, I was just standing down here near where Andrew and Mona are, and I remember being in a worship service and absolutely just falling apart in the hands of God. And I was simultaneously just like, you know, feeling deep, deep grief, while also realising how blessed I am to have a God who can hold me while I fall apart. You know, some people, when they walk through grief, they have to hold themselves together. They have, to, they have to figure it out because they don't have God with them where they can fall into his arms. You know, I was so grateful for the community of family and friends that came around me and came around us and supported me in that time. And I discovered things about God, the comfort of the Holy Spirit, the presence of God in that season that I never would have known. And although God didn't want harm to come into my life. He doesn't bring that into my life. He takes something that could have hurt me and he uses it for my good because his paths drip with abundance and there is fruit in the the valley as well as in the hilltop. Thank God I have God. You know, whether it's a good thing or it's a hard thing, God's with you. But you know what I'm believing this year? That we're going to see so many amazing things. And as I was praying for your church uh, in, in 2023, I was really just believing for God to open up amazing doors. And I'm, I'm excited because we don't know all that God has in store for us. But what we do know is that He encircles us. I might ask the band to come back up. And I felt rather than preach all morning, I wanted to lead us into an opportunity where all of us can invite God to be with us in the year ahead. You know, um, when it says here that He crowns the year with His goodness, we don't know what's ahead, but God does. Do you know, we can expect the abundance of God, but it all begins with us recognising His presence. Now, we're going to go into some big things this year. We're going to go into a Vision Sunday next week where we're talking about all that God has planned, all that is ahead of us. For those starting school, I'll be praying for you along with myself, you know, as we walk our kids into this next season. For those heading back into work in its fullness, whatever is going ahead, God's going to be on it. But at the very, very beginning, why don't we start by saying, Holy Spirit, whatever is ahead, I choose to invite you into it. I'm going to welcome the Holy Spirit into it. Do you know, Jesus' mission on earth was reconciliation. Jesus came so that we may not have to walk this life alone. 
through the good and the poor, through the, the things that we look forward to and the things that we uh, try and avoid, God promises to be with us. This is the miracle of our faith, that we who were once lost are now found. We who were once distant have come close, that this message of reconciliation that Jesus brings, brings us into a place where we are never alone again. And this year, let's live as Christians. Let's live the life that God won for us when Jesus died on the cross. Let's walk out this life in its fullness in partnership with the Holy Spirit. God is with you. This is the miracle of our faith. In John 14, verse 16, it says this. It says, I'll ask the Father and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept Him because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He lives with you and will be in you. You have God with you this year. You have God in you this year. God is there to lead you, to guide you, to help you, to strengthen you, to comfort you. He will walk beside you faithfully. And the easiest thing for us to do is to get busy this year and to try and do it on our own. The easiest thing is to get busy this year and only think about God on Sundays. The easiest thing for us to do is to run full, headlong into the year ahead, not realising that if we would just take a moment to stop, to recognise what God has done for us and to approach this year from a different perspective, that we will experience life this year in all its fullness. The paths of God will drip with abundance. Every season will be useful to God. You know, I want, to, I want us to just take a moment to really just pray. And if I could just ask, wherever you are, if you are able, would you stand with me for these next few moments? What I want you to do right now is take a deep breath. <laughs> and we have this unique opportunity right now to pause beginning of this year, as we head into the next season, to focus our attention on God. You know, I feel for some people, your intention was to create some space for God at the beginning of the year to hear His voice. And right now you're thinking, man, January's almost done. And the busyness of life has just overwhelmed me. I haven't had that opportunity to just sit in His presence. Well, here it is. I believe God has orchestrated this moment so that all of us can pause in His presence before running into His future. Would, would you just close your eyes right now, focus on God. Thank you, Jesus. God, we choose right now just to stop for a moment, to pause in Your presence, to linger in Your presence to receive your love. To receive your goodness. We thank you that we are your children. That you have plans and purposes for each one of us. God, these are plans to prosper us. Plans to give us a hope and a future. God, I thank You so much that no matter what it is we are walking through or what the seasons ahead hold, that You promise 
to be with us. And right now, Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We welcome you into our year. We welcome you into our hearts. Lord, we thank you, Jesus, that you promised that the Holy Spirit would dwell with us and live in us. I pray that we would become conscious of the presence of the Holy Spirit in our life. That our eyes will be lifted to you and we would remember that you are present with us. At the start of this year, I want you just in your own heart just to say, welcome, Holy Spirit. I welcome you, Holy Spirit, into my life. I welcome you, Holy Spirit, into my family. I welcome you, Holy Spirit, into my work. I welcome you, Holy Spirit, into the challenges that I may face. I welcome you, Holy Spirit, into my weakness. I welcome you into my resources. I welcome you into my mind, into my thinking. I welcome you, Holy Spirit, into my emotions. I offer no restriction, Holy Spirit. You are welcome. You are welcome. Holy Spirit, lead me this year. Be present this year. Guide me this year. Strengthen me this year. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We acknowledge you. We recognise you. God, we are not meant to live this life alone. We're not meant to just get to work. We are meant to rest in your presence. Be led by your Spirit. Holy Spirit, we welcome You. We welcome You as God in our life. We recognise You and we honour You as God in our life. Don't take for granted this this gift, this opportunity to have God, not just with us, but in us. That's why your eyes are closed. You know, Jesus said to His disciples, it is for your good that I go away. What on earth could be better than having Jesus walking with us? What on earth could be better than the miracles that the disciples were seeing and the eyes that were being opened, the deaf ears that were being What on earth could be better than having God Himself with us? Well, the only thing better than having God with us is having God in us. And He says, for if I do not go, I'll not be able to send the Spirit, but when I go, I'll be able to send the Holy Spirit for He will be with you and live in you. Jesus, we just thank You so much for what You achieved for us to reconcile us back in a relationship with God. I thank You that that means that we never walk alone, that You are with us in every season, through the ups and through the downs, through the hilltops and through the valleys. God, when the paths are clear, God, or when we're walking in a wilderness, that You are present and the presence of God is Your blessing. And so we thank You that You do crown Your year with Your goodness that Your paths drip with abundance. And I pray, God, that we would not walk a single day without a conscious awareness of Your presence, that we may see all You have for us through whatever season we may go. Thank You, Lord. Thanks for listening to this week's message. 
For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.